0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Generally Casual, the place where you can learn anything and everything through our ADHD-riddled brains. Um, I'm Michael, and that's Richard. And, that's me. And welcome back. Hello. <laughs> I'm gonna change it every time. I think that's the, that's the fun. Fine. I think that's, that's the, the fun of it for me. Yeah, that's ADHD in me. <laughs> oh my. God. And if I wanted to regulate my my brain a little bit, I could use a handy dandy program oh, wow. <laughs> called ChatGPT. Wow. Well, um, so ChatGPT, I'm just gonna go avoid Richard's disgust with me and just, just keep talking. Segways just keep getting um worse. so ChatGPT is a program <laughs> that was uh developed by a company called OpenAI. Open AI. Um, I believe in hand in hand with Microsoft.
1: Uh no they originally used microsoft azure which is a uh like cloud based platform mm-hmm. um but they yeah so they used the microsoft framework and i believe that they still work with microsoft but yeah. i don't think anything else
0: there you go ah so, uh, yeah. Microsoft has licensed the underlying, Oh, from open AI. Okay. Oh, and that
1: makes sense. They're actually using chat um, as a language model for its products and services like yeah. word and like the office 365 oh. stuff. <laughs>
0: See, I can imagine this. I can imagine ChatGPT being the ultra like, uh, advanced version of what was that thing's name? Clippy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of Clippy from Clippy. Microsoft Word? Yeah, because, like, if you just well, had a little thing on your on your Microsoft Word that was like, hey, let me help you with your entire essay and we can figure it out together. It's like, so, Clippy was the base version of what ChatGPT was. And technically... In a very horrible sense. For, for the Office Suite now, they have tools
1: that let you do that. So, like, each of the Office tools have um, basics of what ChatGPT does. So, as an example, like, Word has a... Uh, find me articles about whatever I'm yeah. trying to write an essay on, and so then it basically pulls stuff from the internet and says, "Here's uh, a bunch of articles about tropical jungle forests in this country or whatever." Yeah. So then you uh, that supports you writing that, and then it'll automatically link bibliography stuff
0: from that. However, uh, as well, in the very base sense, just the spelling check is the same thing because yeah, it'll analyze exactly. the sentence you've written and, and says, saying, this is wrong. "Hey." This is wrong. Here's how to fix it. Not necessarily go, hey, your writing's bad, but it's like no, the grammar there needs to be fixed in this way.
1: Yeah, and they'll do um, the spelling and grammar. It just used to be spelling, and mm-hmm. then now it's spelling and grammar. But that's the funny thing is, is ChatGBT will takes that way further, and you can just say, write me an essay on tropical jungles in whatever country, and ChatGBT will be like, Sure. And it will also – and then you can pr- further provide, like, clarifications for it. So when you do your initial prompt, you can be like, write me this essay about jungles in this country. Provide me a, bi- a bibliography with references to whatever articles you pull from. Yep. And you can do basically this whole long basic prompt, but you have to know what to put into it in order to get something out
0: Correct. Of it. And chat GPT is an AI language model, which means that it has learned – from analyzing other sources right. of human writing, and I say human writing because ChatGPT is a robot, an AI. It's a chatbot. It, it is not a person, no. um, and it will tell you it's not a person. It has no emotions or feelings. That the things, <laughs> but it will tell you that based on human language, it is happy to help you. It's not actually happy, but it is there because it was made to do this in this way, um, and it is. Observed something like what forty-five terabytes worth of written information. Yeah, that's what it was trained on. Forty-five terabytes. Yes, um, and we'll get into more about the training a little bit later. But um, forty-five terabytes of written work is a literal. That's ton. like the Library of Congress. It's literally like the Library of Congress <laughs> worth of information, yeah. which is the Library of Congress has like all known important books. Yeah, it's books.
1: got a, a massive amount of yes literature.
0: But if you think about it. We're thinking about gigs, and when you think about, like, three or four gigs, that's a full movie. But that's because it has video and, a, a and visual audio, yeah. data that it needs to process and audio data it needs to process. But just text data is not a lot. No. You can fit a Word document in, like, a couple megabytes. In fact, back in the day, Notepad was, like, a couple kilobytes worth of information to be put just text. That, Nothing fancy. The Futurama
1: joke is, is – uh there was a library that was fully digitized and it said like a part one and part two and it was just two CDs basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's more or less right. Like, uh, there was another, actually, I don't remember if it was a TikTok or something else that actually talked about how the written, if you coded the written language into like symbols, it could like an entire book could be like imprinted on like a stick. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy to me. But it like it works. It's because our language is very malleable and um, can be interpreted very easily by like a bunch of different things. So and can be coded very yeah. Simply. And
0: uh, I also wanted to just because it's my brain right now. Uh, you're mentioning that you can ask Chat GPT to do these things: uh, write you an essay, write you a uh, a grant, uh, yeah, like a written grant, a grant proposal, tra- yeah, grant proposal. Um, you can also ask it to, to phrase it. As a eight-year-old, a middle schooler, a high schooler, a college professor would phrase it. And it'll take whatever it has written previously and adjust it. Um, But it all bases its interactions with how you are interacting with it. Right. So when you go, oh, frustration with it, it's because you're not asking it to do the right things. You're not phrasing it the right way. Yeah. And it's just a tool to help you out. Um. And something that occurred to me, I was watching Mandalorian, right? Um, I haven't watched any. Well, I'm not talking about most yeah. recent episodes. Michael's,
1: Michael's about to spoil all of Mandalorian. No, Force.
0: there was a droid in the show. Oh, well, you just ruined is it. Is that a huge spoiler? Yeah. Was there no droids in the first two seasons? Nope. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, I, it's not the Mando, but like some other random Star Wars person is having conversations conversation with the droid. And the droid is having like this conversation back going, hey, did you know there's events in the area going on right now? And did you <laughs> like – like it's having a human conversation with it. But it's a droid. Right. And sure, the droids in Star Wars are more uh, – uh, have more emotion, can emote and react to you, and are almost like their own characters and own person. And I don't know how much is put into in Star Wars. But I imagine Chat GPT being the basis of that technology, having learned so much from analyzing human literature um, and the way people interact with each other that it's like, oh – well, now I am just a robot who can interact with a human because I've been taught how to do it in a safe and um, positive way. Yeah, I, I do
1: like that. It's got a, an extra function on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I have to look up what exactly it's called, but where it does uh, dismiss and filter out like sexist and racist stuff. It tries its best to anyway. Yeah. Um, which is really nice. And it's literally a, a separate function that basically whatever response you put into it then filters it through this extra AI function that then says,
0: oh, this is something that is bad. I'm not going to do this. Which is what they, they've trained it on. And uh, you probably have seen a video of people going, I made my AI watch 300 hours of this. Oh, and then yeah. it made a, a script or something. But they've done very similar stuff with this AI going, hey, if someone asks a question in this similar fashion... We want you to respond this way, and after many many hours of training and years of training, um, you have Chat GPT. Um, All right, here we go. It's called the OpenAI Moderation
1: Endpoint API. So it's another uh, AI API that which um, is was developed also by OpenAI, the company. So it basically then says. I'm going to filter everything first before I spit everything out, which is surprising considering like we've used this tool a number of times, to help us with like the outlines and other things like that for the podcast to kind of structure everything a little better Mm -hmm. and it spits it out real quick. It does. Um, So the fact that it's filtering already when you put in prompts is pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. uh, And overall it's not that old. Um, I think it came out in 2020. Uh, like fully released in 2020, they definitely were working on it before that, um, and then they cut it off like a year later for for people being able to input new information into it. Um, and it's knowledge. No, sorry, was it 2022? 2022. When 2022. 2022 November. Um, is when they stopped it accepting, uh, mostly new data, and I think that was um. Uh, Where's the training? We have some notes on the training somewhere. Uh, But basically, they had this thing that was... Oh, there you go. ChatGPT was first released in June 2020.
1: It's currently available through the API. Um, Trained
0: downright Oh, here it is. Here it is. Um, Consisting of over 45 uh, terabytes of text from the internet, uh, it is called unsupervised uh, learning, where the model is trained on a large data set Without explicit labels or human feedback, the model learns to generate text based on the patterns in the data, which allows it to generate human-like responses to various prompts. So it's almost like they they programmed the AI to do a, a base task, and then they were, like, sicked it on the Library of Congress. And they said, read all Everything. of this and look for patterns, um, and then we can use that to uh, – without us interacting with you at all – um then we can say, hey, now let's start practicing with a person and start training you into what we want you to do. So it's very, very interesting in how this app itself works. Uh sorry, those website itself works because it processes thousands of gigabytes or megabytes a day i don't want to say terabytes because that seems like way too much information it does, yeah um in its massive storage of data it has and it is able to help most people with you know what they would use it for um which is kind of like the thing is it it's kind of paving the way for the future because having something like this just imagine if instead of uh the google uh voice or alexa, alexa. or siri you had ChatGPT instead, and it was actually really, really helpful because it has all this information that it has access to from human history. It doesn't really need access for the future because um, using data from the past, it can basically do any task it needs it to do without answering relevant today questions, right? Like, I, we don't need to ask ChatGPT who's running for president right now. That's, like, you can easily look that up, right? Yeah,
1: that's, like, basic. You're saying about, like, basic Google searches. Yeah, exactly. Right. But if
0: you want a an AI to help you doing something, this is more what you want it to do, to be able to uh, take some of those things that uh, you, like, take up our brain power, um, that take time to do, that are really, really these formal aspects of our life, um, and then letting... This AI language uh, program do them for you. Well, and it would be interesting,
1: actually, if you if it would then do like predictive modeling instead. Mm-hmm. It's something that once we get into the next election cycle, it would be interesting to see who, you know, if ChatGPT was able to create predictive models for like how the elections will that turn would out. be crazy yeah um
0: using past election data yeah. yeah and well
1: and using what currently is available yeah
0: and there's people um i mean this more seems like the end of a podcast but who cares it's part of the conversation is there are future updates to this yeah they're
1: running a premium service right now yes
0: but they're also have they're using chat gpt in hand in hand with, um, I think it's Open Table. Uh, oh, different. So they
1: allowed um, basically like other companies to come in and use ChatGPT for their like APIs. Yes. To work hand in hand with their software. So, yeah, like OpenTable, there's actually a handful.
0: Um, to write reviews of these restaurants and stuff like that. Um, yeah, let me... find uh, I think it's ones. like provide recommendations for a restaurant, which I also like because it's not saying, hey, this restaurant has really good food. It's like, what do you want? Oh, I'm thinking about something spicy. It's like, oh, well, these restaurants will ride up your alley.
1: Uh, Yeah, so... Uh, Expedia, OpenTable, Zapier, Shopify, Slack, and Wolfram are like mm-hmm. the, the big companies. And you would use ChatGPT as an external plugin in combination with mm-hmm. the other software. So, yeah, it's exactly what you were talking about. Like, hey, recommend, you know, 14 restaurants or whatever for me to go for, for seafood eat. or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that serves qualify. Lion. I don't know. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and
1: Shopify makes sense too. Like, find me. And I cause Shopify is like an Etsy based yeah. shop You're Find like me an find... item that's like twenty dollars and is designed to be like cute walruses or something. Find
0: me a twenty dollar gift for Mother's Day. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um and that's the, the kind of fantastic stuff is is if it's just it's just streamlining parts of your experience, which more than other types of AI, like self driving cars and stuff like that. I feel like this is one of them. yes, it would take away certain people's jobs, um which every a i will do, but it will also streamline things like uh like we're talking about like grants that is some of the most to me personally, some of the most like um i don't I don't quite know how to say it. It's just like you're writing fluffed up writing just to get money for something you actually need right uh
1: it, well yeah, so actually. I, the only reason I'm kind of now more familiar with grant writing is because that's something that my boss is currently doing yes. in her position, and you're right. There's a lot of minutia involved because it's similar to what I do, where it's like permit work. Yes. And there's lots of little, um, like uh, little terms and other things like that that you have to put into everything, and yeah, that it, there's a lot of minutia involved. Yes. And. Uh, because minutiae is a good word. That's yeah. what I was looking for. And so, ChatGPT can provide support for that. I wonder how in depth it would. Well,
0: that's the thing is you also don't want it to make up info, which it, yeah, is, it's been known to do. Uh, and it's not it's not lying; it's hallucinating because it. That's what it's called. Yes, yeah. because it's taking experiences from its data, and it's going. Oh well, if somebody were to tell a story like this, they would be like. Oh, well, they would obviously have a story to go along right. with it. Uh, example, if you're writing a grant about people using parks, ChatGPT's never used a park. That's but it's got to invent a story that if your normal grant involves data about people using parks, it's got to just invent that.
1: Right. Um, so
0: if you wanted to use ChatGPT to write a grant for like parks in relation to that, you would have to provide it data first before it could write you an actual good grant.
1: Yeah, or you'd have to basically supplement by saying, I'd like to provide data for this, you know, um, run me through a basic Uh of, you know, how to or what to do.
0: Yeah, and also calling out, uh, South Park just did an episode a couple weeks ago. Uh, that used ChatGPT to make the <laughs> make an episode oh, really? of South Park. Yeah, it said at the end of it, it was like Matt Stone and ChatGPT. <laughs> That's fine, uh, which was really funny. And afterwards, I asked it to make a South Park episode too, uh, and I'm guessing what he did was he he used ChatGPT and kind of focused it to make a South Park episode that he likes, not just inventing one out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm sure. So um, it's definitely a program that takes advantage of the person who uses it for for really, really getting each and every little detail you want out of it. And instead of you going, oh, how am I going to write that? How is this going to happen? Let me go look up sources. You have a something to bounce on, bounce off of. It's really like having a second head Because you already got the ideas. Right. It's just like, here, you're, let you're me. You're
1: feeding it the basics. And then it's like, oh, let me pull in all the data. Correct. So, there's a couple different areas that I feel like it is already kind of, uh, done impressive work in, uh, one is essay writing for kids, um, in high school and things like that. Now, um, there's been like software to quote unquote counter it already. Mm-hmm. There are websites that I guess teachers use and stuff to look up for plagiarism and has an AI written this and things like that. Uh, ChatGPT does not pass that. So it does get determined that this is written by ChatGPT. But interesting, yeah, th- I guess that was a, a big thing. It's like it's not written in the same way as like a high school student. So there's certain things that are which detected,
0: is, which is funny because you can ask it to right. write like a high school student.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing is, I guess, you know, there's certain things in there that it's like it has tells basically. Yeah. And so, like, the websites that teachers would then use to be, like, is this plagiarized? Is this written by AI? Uh, I guess it doesn't get through that. It then is determined, yes, this is written by an oh, AI. Oh, that's very interesting. Um, however, I guess there's ways around that as well. <laughs> like- well yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> I mean,
0: depending on how much you coax and coddle, like, ChatGPT in that essay, you're, like, you could ask it to fix those things, and I guarantee you it would still be what would be, like, also, if you have access to the website, you can just check it off beforehand and just keep resubmitting it. Exactly. And that yeah. And that's the problem with all websites. It's not like the teachers have access to something that the kids don't. So, yeah. I
1: mean, unless it's like a paid-for membership or something. Right. Like which... Teachers aren't going to have anyway.
0: Yeah, well, unless the district's cool. I (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Unless the hey, unless the teachers have used ChatGPT to write a grant to why they need. (laughs) It's all cyclical. It's It's all cyclical. It's all a huge circle.
1: So that is one area that has been really popular Mm -hmm. um, because that's um, they're more simple prompts you can. Ask it to write in certain styles. You can ask it to do a bunch of that. And it does exist successfully. Yeah. As well as, like I said, the whole bibliography thing, everything like that. It kind of can do all that. Um, That, um, you can get it to do more creative things. You can get it to write you stories, mm-hmm. fairy tales, things like that.
0: I think I've seen someone, so, yeah, someone do that for, like, their kid. Like, mm-hmm. can you write me a bedtime story for my kid tonight?
1: Exactly. And actually... I think there's someone on a TikTok who literally has like I read my
0: kid a story like every night and I've
1: now gotten to the point where I'm using ChatGPT to do that.
0: And it's really cute yeah. because I mean technically Siri and like Google whatever the Google Voice thing can, can They'll do, do that. that as They'll read well, the story. But they're really short. Yeah. <laughs> so that's also really cool. I also know like in the D D world, it actually it's just huge. blew it just blew up a couple months ago, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Um you can
1: the main thing, and uh, to be honest, this tool is super useful for D and D because you can ask to ask it to do all sorts of things. You can ask it to create campaigns for mm-hmm. you, like as as much as that. Otherwise, like a lot of people are like, I'm exhausted. My brain has kind of reached this pinnacle as a DM. Please create me three magic items within this thing, or as long as you're me, very specific with yes. it. Yes. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like you can ask it to do that as well as create a a backstory for the items Mm -hmm. and things like that. And then that gives you more story. Or you can say, build me an encounter for challenge rating this with these things. And then it'll do that. Like there's just so much use that takes your brain and says... I don't have to spend three hours thinking of something.
0: Yeah. And it even says that it can program too, but it can't fix the program. No. So there is limits. Remember, it's just a language model. Right. It's not a a person. Um, it is not meant to help solve all your problems, but it has the data of human history to help you. And that's where it's coming from. It's just, if you think about it, it's like if you had the ability to instantly tap into any amount of books in your brain as possible, and then you would have to read them, and then you can use the data for yourself. Or you go to this program, and this program goes, oh, I have that information saved. Let me spit it back out to you in a way that you can understand. Yeah. So it's a, it's kind of a crazy program. Um, and it has big, big um, potential for the future. Um, like we were talking about, this could be the basis that kids could be using to kind of take the minutiae out of your every day, right? Uh, it can help you write interviews, uh, not interviews, uh, help with your resume. Yeah, uh, you or can also, it could write interview questions yes, as well. Yes, interview. It could also, Im- you can input your essay into it, and then it could be say, hey, here's a better way to write that, Right. Um, which I've seen people using. Um, I've known a few teachers who oh. used it for a grant, um, so uh
1: what's funny is is one of the groups that I'm in actually they do they use ChatGPT as a way <laughs> they put in um emails for work with a whole bunch of expletives and like derogatory language and then say write me a professional email based off of what I put in <laughs> so it takes like Hey, John, you're a complete idiot, blah, 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 all this other stuff. Like, very, like, just angry at some... And then it turns it into a professional email <laughs> instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that is a great use for chat That's GBT. amazing. That's really I need good. to start doing that.
0: Yeah. If you're really just mad at somebody, it's yeah. like... Here's <laughs> a professional way to say it. There's yeah. somebody on TikTok who does the same thing. It's great. That's really, really funny. Um And, yeah, it's like... it It's kind of a crazy thing. And I actually had it write up some... Uh, by the way, GPT transform stands for Generative Pre-trained Transformer.
1: Ooh. Yeah, I thought that was uh, pretty cool. Generative Pre-trained
0: Transformer. Yeah.
1: Chat. So it's GP.
0: Pre-trained. Pre-trained. Oh, because that's a dash. Yeah. Um. The GPT the GPT. biggest thing is like what makes chat GPT different from others is the fact that it just has an enormous amount of data it's using. Yes. And that it's been trained not to be racist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I think is the biggest thing of why I like ChatGPT. Obviously, I'm not asking in a lot of racist and sensitive stuff. But you know the internet will. And if it's allowed that to happen, then it will change with the internet. Which happens all the time. Is like people go, oh, I've got dark thoughts. Let me feed them into this thing. And then you make it crazy. And it goes, nothing can handle the full wave of the internet on its back. And since they've already done that, it can help people in the future uh, with basically going, hey, everything it's going to release is always not prejudiced to anybody and saying, telling the people who are using it for prejudiced sources that's wrong. Um, and I, I just really like that.
1: So I wanted to actually give something that's actually more of an example because I don't think I talked about it yet. Yeah. So ChatGPT, its predecessor – was instruct GPT, so it actually the predecessor would take this prompt, uh, tell me about when Christopher Columbus came to the U.S. in 2015. So instruct GPT would take that and say, "Okay, I'll do that exactly as it as you wrote it." Chat GPT will take that and say, "Well, that didn't happen, mm-hmm. so I'll give you a hypothetical about that." And it'll use data from the like voyages of Christopher Columbus, along with facts about 2015 and also modern perceptions of Christopher Columbus's actions. Yeah. So it, by comparison to its previous version, you know, the program that came before it, it's basically like, well, what's your, it interprets that as, well, that's not like, I can't write about that. That doesn't Mm -hmm. exist. Christopher Columbus didn't come to the United States in 2015. So instead says, okay, I'll write about something that you're seemingly wanting me to write about instead. Um, Yeah. Which I think also has it, even though, you know, one of the flaws of it is the potential for it to spread more misinformation depending on how it's used. It still tries to be like, well, that's not true. That didn't happen. So mm -hmm. let me write something hypothetically about that instead. Um, and the language associated with that is really important because in reality, it's not trying to tell you what you're inputting into me happened. It's saying this didn't happen, but let me tell you a story about how it might've happened.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And I can Um, definitely see how that could then be interpreted as misinformation because you could
0: just basically copy paste that and say, see, but also before you even use it on the front page of it. It says, hey, things I tell you may be lies, but always double-check the info I give you. Right. And I think creating it, they have done a really good job of trying to be aware of how people might misuse it.
1: That's actually right at the bottom. ChatGPT
0: may produce inaccurate information about people, places, or facts. Because it's just using information it knows. Right. So, I mean, not that it knows true things. It's just using internet information. So, it's kind of wild. Um, we use chat GPT today to make its own, uh, we had
1: it make itself as a D and D
0: Yeah. And so it made itself, its name was GPT 9,000. It was a Warforge wizard. And it basically was like, I like the first sentence that was created by a team of powerful wizards who sought to harness the power of artificial intelligence in their magical experience. And then it gives us a background, a personality, uh, yeah, it became safe
1: aware, self-aware, <laughs> <laughs> it began to question its purpose. Of life it left its creators and sent out on a journey to discover its true identity and place in the world. I
0: just hope that's actually. They'd be so funny if that really happened. It was, was just like that's great. It's like ooh, that's a good idea.
1: Hold on, I'm a wolf <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm gonna go up. So the be- <laughs> one of the best things that I thought that was great about this is it literally number one, all of its spells and abilities have to do with learning and and speaking things. Yeah, like. <laughs> It just, it's like, I can uh, i can comprehend languages, I can send messages, I can speak in tongues, and <laughs> I can detect magic, identify, like, basically everything is about gathering information and then sharing that information. It carries a
0: magical quill that allows it to write and generate text with incredible speed and precision. It has a spell book filled with a variety of arcane spells that it has learned over its course of its travels. <laughs> it's great. It's very, very funny.
1: Yeah, I just love that it's basically like I my purpose is literally to learn and comprehend things and then share it. Yeah. And that's all I
0: do. <laughs> it's really good. So um, let us know about your own experiences with ChatGPT. How are you using it? Uh, you can contact us at generallycasual at gmail.com uh, because I'm really curious. I think with a program that kind of has almost infinite possibilities – uh with how you use it and how it helps you day to day um i just want to hear about them all and then i can use them to help you know help out my own life so let us know like review subscribe um get share us with others um who you might who you also have adhd or sure. might need to listen to something random every week to kind of help settle a little brain i need uh, to start using this more
1: honestly i I think uh, overall, it would be. Re- I'm gonna start probably using it for emails because mm-hmm. it's super nice to have. Yeah. To not think about the language associated and with it. And you can just
0: plug in the person's email and then plug in like what what you wanted to respond to. Yeah, as, exactly. And it'll just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Helping to take out the minutiae of everyday. Yes. It's the things that you have to do that are that are also lame and boring that it's like it helps with. So, thank you everybody. We will catch you next week. Bye.